Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Purple Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company. Yeah, a certain place, uh, it get nicked up a little bit, and I feel it uh, at some point. But uh, nothing to really be concerned about, so nothing to affect my play. Purple Access, Judd Zolgad, Declan Goff, executive producer, and of course, the star of the show, my very good friend from the <laughs> Star Tribune sports columnist, Chip Scoggins. And that, of course, was Justin Jefferson talking about why he sat out practice on Wednesday with an ankle problem. One of uh, seven guys who did, did not practice on Wednesday, Anthony Barney, Ben Ellison, the tight end, who's a blocking tight end with a knee Griffin was held out resting veteran, Justin Jefferson ankle, Alexander Madison with a shoulder, Michael Pierce with an elbow. I don't think he's going to play for a while. And Adam Thielen with a foot, Dalvin Cook with his sprained ankle, obviously didn't play for the second time in three games, limited. Uh, but Chip, let's start here. Your thoughts on barely getting by the Lions and, and the Vikings are going along the lines of, hey, a win's a win. You don't understand. We'll take a win. Uh, but um, if that wasn't a cautionary tale and a very lucky win, I don't know what is. Judd, if they're banking on a win as a win, they're in trouble. Uh, because if Greg Joseph misses that kick, we're not sitting here saying, well, it's a close loss. Mike Zimmer's, the, his seat is going to be scorching hot this week if, they, if he doesn't make that 54-yard. That's not a chip shot. So the fact that they have not scored an offensive touchdown in the second half since week one, that's four games, eight quarters, that they have not scored an offensive touchdown. I don't know how they could sit here. And I and I know they're just saying it wins win because Zimmer on Monday basically acknowledged that he pretty much is doing what coaches do during the bye week, which is break down every part of their offense, defense, special teams, self-scout, and see what they're doing well, what they're doing wrong, what they need to fix. Right. And the fact that they're doing that midstream in a game week yep. tells me that there is, uh, I don't know if panic is the word, but some real concern about what's going on in offense. In fact, Dex, can we play that that clip? Yeah. So here, here's exactly what Mike said about what uh, the subject Chip just touched on. Here's exactly what Mike Zimmer said about that on Wednesday. Uh, I gave the coaches a lot of um, projects to do this week on Monday. And um, so... Um, you know, I think probably being a little bit more specific coming out of halftime instead of saying, hey, these are the plays that we're thinking about running and, and you know, be, all right, here's what we're going to run. This first play, here's the second play, here's the third play, and we go from there. 
Is it almost like a self-scout that you might do during a pie week? Yeah, we, we just did a little bit early. We just I just felt like you know it was important to figure out what's going on here. Your reaction to that? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't – although I think it doesn't seem that complicated. Like, what's going on here? You're too conservative. Right. You're, you're running the ball in second and ten a lot, like yeah. as much as most teams. And so um, I feel like it's – I don't know how much of it is execution, just overall uh, philosophical approach in terms of uh, let's be conservative, let's not make mistakes, let's, you know, play great defense, special teams, let's win it, you know. Um, win a certain style, and it's just like, uh, you know, did I go back to that that end of the first half? And maybe we're nitpicking this too much. But mm-hmm. how many quarterbacks in that situation, 41 seconds, you're at your 19, two touchdowns, go through the list of quarterbacks in the NFL and, and teams, if you gave those teams that situation, would say, you know what, we're just going to run it out and sit on it. It just... I sit here and think, it's like, why are you paying your quarterback $33 million? Then? Mm-hmm. If that's the approach. If, if it's second long and you're just going to run it all the time, why are you paying the quarterback $33 million? Trust Kirk. I didn't think I'd ever say that. Trust well, Kirk <laughs> and Jefferson and Thielen right. to make plays, especially when the Lions could not cover Jefferson in that first half. They couldn't. He was just he was eating them alive. And so I, I don't understand why they get so ultra-conservative, Judd. And so here's where I'm going to to defend Clint Kubiak a bit as well. And now I did say initially, are you really sure that 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 Zimmer wants to hire a 34 year old kid and your kid at, at that age who's never called plays um, because he's Gary's son and and because he'll keep the system in place? Um, so I certainly had from the moment that they made that decision. Um, reservations about how well this would work but chip where i'll defend him too though is what you just said everything that you just said is not really an indication of clint kubiak it's zimmer and so like when he's like we're doing a self-scout and we got to find out what's wrong you nailed it it's the conservative nature that the head coach wants offensively um and i don't know if mike can't see that if he can't adjust that i don't know what his issue is but the answers are actually fairly Fairly simple here. And, you know, you're playing the Detroit Lions. Justin Jefferson was making some contested, difficult catches against the secondary that's not great to start with and was banged up. And, by the way, I guess the defense that going into that game was 29th in the league in points allowed. So, like, this is not a we have to script the second half, the third quarter. This is a you've got to take the reins off. And last thing, too, is, I don't think that we can talk about the end of the first half against Detroit enough because yeah. that's where that's where especially in, in the post game press conference where he didn't handle the question well and got annoyed with Courtney Cronin he told on himself he very much made yeah. it clear that was my, he never said that was Clint and we'll talk to him he said yeah. I didn't we had screwed <clears throat> up I was afraid that's on Mike that's not on Clint that is on one person the head coach yeah and it's it's his answer was, well, we're going to run it to the first play and see how many yards we get and then let that dictate. Well, why don't you throw it? Because they had – and I know it's a totally different situation. At the end of the game, you're desperate. You have to score, right? Right. But right. But you had less time. Yes. You, you had 37 seconds. So it's possible you can do it. You can do it in the first half. I just – I don't understand the 
playing not to lose. That's just not a formula. When you look at the way offenses are right now, if you play that way, even teams as bad as the Lions have a chance to come back. It, it can bite you, and it damn near did. Yes. I mean, you know, and I don't know if they learned something from that, if, 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 if there's any part of that game that maybe, I don't know if scared is the right word, but just got to Zimmer and said, you know what, we can't do that. We can't play that way because – that's just not going to get it done. And I don't know that it will, but it's, it's Judd, I looked up yesterday. We, I t- me and you talked about this, you know, yesterday off air, um, just the eye test and like, gosh, they just don't throw it much. And then I looked at Kirk Cousins stats. He's eighth in the league in pass attempts. Yes. Talk about deceiving or misleading uh, in terms of that stat. Cause you know, he's throwing it more than Aaron Rodgers. He's throwing it more than Kyler Murray. He's throwing it more than Dak Prescott. Mm-hmm. But it's the type of throws. It's not enough just to throw it. They have to be purposeful. Throw the ball down the field. It can't be checkdowns. It can't be a third and 10 check down and think that that's accomplishing anything, right? Um, so I, right. I, I want to see more purposeful oh. throws. Yeah. And so um, I just, it's, it's I, I know you have an identity and who you are and all this and, but there has to be some recognition of, you know what? This ain't working. <laughs> this is not working. No. So we have to do something different. And it doesn't look, you. this is not the day and age of Christian Ponder, Michael Jenkins, um, Aroma Shadu. You know, at that point in time, it was like, well, who's going to catch the ball? The quarterback's not that good. You have constructed an offense that that I think as much as, Zim would hate to hear this. I think is the identity of your team. Like your offense yes. is yeah. your identity. And it's all kid gloves. It's all like, well, if Kirk, and I don't know, I don't know how often Kirk is checking down or being safe. I don't know if, if this is Clint trying to appease Mike, but I am just not willing to, to remove blame from the head coach. Totally. No. And it feels like, Chipper, that we're going back to, well, my defense is starting to play well now, so don't mess this up. Dude, you're the head coach. And this is like this is also the start of the DeFilippo snowball. It's the same type of things where he starts off sort of talking about the offense. We got to run more. And the next thing you know, the house is on fire. Jed, I think the defense is – the run defense isn't great, obviously. And I think, you know, they're they're not holding – you're not giving up a lot of points. Um, last couple weeks, and that's that's good. But it felt like he coached that game Sunday as if he had the 85 Bears defense. And, like, no matter what they did on offense, you know, Detroit was never going to be able to score. And so I think the defense is obviously a lot better than they were last year, but I don't think that you can just say we're going to win that way, right, right. And that we can just be conservative on offense. And it's just not right. maximizing your talent. It's not. I mean, it's not maximizing – um, Cousins is not maximizing Jefferson, Thielen. It, you're, you feel like it's it's just um, – and I agree with you. I, I think the, the lion's share of the blame goes to Zimmer because if he wanted something different, he runs the team. He's going to get something different, right? Correct. So right. If, if – if, now, I don't know how much, you know, input Kubiak can have in terms of trying to sway Zimmer's opinion. I'm guessing probably not a whole lot because Zimmer has his. We've we've been we've seen this this play before, yeah. Right. Yes. So I don't. Yeah. I. I. You know, he is the coordinator, but Zimmer. This is how Zimmer's. 
he wants his team to run and operate. And so I think he gets the, the bulk of the criticism. Mike's in what, eight, year eight? Yeah. So explain this one too. How do you end up with with a 34-year-old in charge of the offense with this guy when we know for a fact he loves veteran coaches? He loved Gary. Now, now the De- Denison thing is tricky because Rick got yeah. – uh, kicked out basically and is now um is now skyping in because he didn't get the COVID shot so i think he was seen as the buffer but you don't have a buffer now i mean this is yeah if, if we didn't have if we didn't have the defilippo uh thing to fall back on i might say like this will resolve itself but we've seen this you're right we th- we've been to this play before we sat by the orchestra pit we watched <laughs> it i don't need to go see it again it's an expensive play how much of it to, do you think this is different, though, than DiFilippo and the fact that this is Gary's kid and that there you have that? He's already going down the path, Chip. He's already going down the path. Of yeah. We're going self-scout. We are looking at – we've got them looking at this. We've got them looking at that. We've got to figure out what's wrong. I think at some point in time during the course of a season, I don't know that Mike cares whose kid you are, his frustration. I think in Mike's mind what he is seeing now is my defense is starting to play pretty well. How dare the offense bleep it up? And that's not well, the way to see this. No, and it's funny too because he said, "He said I got some projects for him, you know, all day Monday, and they, and we're looking at tendencies on second long." It's like, I can tell you the tendency. You're, right. you're on the ball Cold. a lot. Yeah, I mean, last year at Ben Gessling, my colleague, uh, he had the stat in his Monday uh, day after thing. I think last year they had the second highest run rate on second long, and this year I think it's fifth, fifth highest, and so. Even when it's not Dalvin Cook in there, and I don't know if it's the best strategy when Dalvin Cook's in there. It's not. But uh, they just do not come off that. And I, and I had I had hoped probably foolishly that, that Kubiak would bring something different or be able to bring something different in those situations, whether it was second and short or second long, being able to take shots and try to get big chunk plays. But it's just – and the problem is by doing that, you find yourself in third and long again. Right. Because you're just, I mean, when it's second and 10, just how many yards do you think you're going to get? And Mackey had a great stat because in third and long, the Vikings in 36%. So they're actually pretty good in that. Yeah. So, so, so there's more incentive ever then to pass. Like if teams know third and long, you're going to pass. Teams know yes. that. But what? But guess what? Kirk throws a nice ball and Thielen and Jefferson and Osborne are really good. So yeah. why aren't you exploring the space? I mean, second down, second long or short. It, it's it's like a blank be canvas. automatic. Yeah. It's a blank <laughs> canvas. Explore the space. Don't, you know, Alexander Madison's going to run the football. <laughs> and and that's on Mike. I'm not going to yeah, blame him. That. That's Mike because we can trace it back. Because he, here's the thing. Zimmer could say, stop doing that. Be, you know, take more chances. I mean, it's his team. He can absolutely tell him what to do. And so the fact that it can, it keeps happening tells you this is what Zimmer wants. Right. And it's just, uh, the fact that they got away with it in, in Detroit. I mean, yeah, that's win or loss. I mean, it, yeah. I mean, lucky as hell. It might've saved his job yep. potentially, who knows, yep. but, um, but yeah, I, I, I'm curious to see what, it looks like Sunday at Carolina. Now you're going to get some good defense, mm-hmm. but that's a problem. We will, yeah, it's the it is a problem, but will it look different? Will 
just to the to the eye test what looked different. I, I think it has to, Judd. It will. I I know exactly what's going to happen. It will look different until it doesn't work perfectly. If there's an interception, if something goes wrong, and then it goes back. That's we tried. We tried to do it. And Kirk threw an interception. Now we can't do it anymore. Instead yeah. of, okay, Kirk's going to get picked sometimes. I mean, Kirk Cousins, to be very clear here, in 2021 is not the problem. No. Kirk, no, Cousins, no, no. Kirk Cousins, is he the perfect quarterback? Far from it. But am I going to sit here and blame him for everything? Absolutely not. No, but no. Carolina, it will. Here's the the issue is the Panthers are um, top five, I believe. I, I believe that they are like second in scoring defense. They're first in pass yeah. defense. They're they're very high in total defense, and I think they're eighth against the run. And so yeah. this is all going to be like we are we are going to you know we are going to come out in third quarter and turn over a new leaf. But if he throws a pick, if something goes wrong, if a ball gets dropped, Mike is going to have the – he's go, in his mind, he's go, going to think, yeah, you know what, this is exactly what I knew would happen. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's – it's that's the problem is, like, you might try it, but what's your patience level Correct. if things aren't perfect or go exactly – and it's like, no, that's – you can't just um, kind of flick at it and say, well, we tried. It didn't work. I mean, but that's I mean it doesn't does. come – but doesn't it come down to – you rank your best players on offense. Yep. Particularly if you take Dalvin out of the mix, to me, your best players are Cousins, Jefferson, Thielen. Well, I think I'd want to get those guys the most touches. <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, well, Justin just... Jefferson, and Justin Jefferson, make no mistake, um, I think he's a really good kid. I think he's a good-natured kid, and I think he'll probably stay quiet. But his frustration's mounting. No way. Well, Judd, but Judd, didn't – and I wasn't there. You were there after the game Sunday. I don't know if they were veiled shots, but there were guys basically saying, well, we just have to run whatever it's called, which to me, we've been around long enough to saying, that's guys saying, yeah, I wish we could have done something different. You know, yeah. Well, Thielen, Chipper, he didn't officially catch a pass until until that last desperation drive that started with, yeah. what, 37 seconds on the clock. Yeah, yeah, because he had to well, one uh, take it back from the Herndon yeah, building. Yeah, but I mean, he was he was basically a non-entity in that game plan. And and look, I am I am all for JJ being atop the list of guys who catch passes. I think that that should be the norm, probably. But you know, you didn't throw the ball. And and I, I think it's throw the ball. And Judd, I think it's way too convenient to say. Well, they had the cloud cover, and it was it was a, it was a cover too, and it, we, there was nothing. It's like. You know what? Every team in the league is going to try to take away your best players. You have to counter that. You have to figure out ways to scheme them open. I mean, that's part of why you're getting all this money. I mean, yes, that's you can't just throw up your hands and say, "Well, they're cloud cover, cover two can't do anything." I mean, that's that's not that's too convenient. I'm sorry. What what's the old coaches saying? We have to impose our will. Sure. That means that we don't like look at the Detroit Lions and say, "Oh, <laughs> cloud coverage from the Lions." <laughs> Oh man, a great job by by, uh, <laughs> by Man Campbell. Man yeah. Campbell out never expected cloud coverage. You know, yeah, we can't throw on. it. Yeah, I mean that's that's just I mean now I'm not saying be reckless and throw in a triple coverage, but there's ways to get Justin Jefferson or Adam Thiel in the ball and you can scheme things for him. I'm sorry. That's that's you spend you tell us all the time you spend countless hours reviewing film and going over things. Yeah. You should be able to you should be able to counter adjust to those things. And plus, Chip, the first catch 
that Jefferson made, which was a great catch and, and a really nice throw. Yeah. Um, he was covered very yeah, thoroughly. He, very, yeah, tight. He went yeah. up and got the ball. Like if you if you are to, to uh go back to your point, if you are literally saying, Well, if a guy is covered too much, Kirk can't make that throw, then your question's a thousand percent right. Why are you paying him? Yeah. You like bring Keenum back then. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, this just, is just don't trust the guy. Yeah. But that, and that's, you know, like if I was the Wilson, I was sitting there and watched like the end of that first half. I'm like, what are we, what are we doing here? <laughs> we paid oh. this guy a lot. <laughs> yeah. And, and the second yeah. half would have driven me crazy. Yeah. I mean, I, it's on that like, team, I'm not happy at all. No, I'd be like, Hey, you, you know, you convinced us to spend $30 million on a quarterback that's handing the ball off. I'm like what, what's the plan here guys? You know? So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. Um, if if that, you know, creates any kind of substantive shift in how they run this offense, I I tend to doubt it. But I I, I think that would the fact that they were doing the self scout and and Zimmer's at least saying okay, let's take a look at this. You know, maybe he will be open to some feedback from Kubek and said, Mike, hey, we we can't be running on second and ten all the time. Yeah, if if this doesn't go well. On Sunday, here's my hot take, and I and and it seems like a lot at first, but I don't think it, it's a huge hot take. If this doesn't go well, and Mike's frustrated because there's nobody else, like you're not going to fire Clint. There, there's no Stefanski. No. There's no. Ah, let's just put the tight ends coach in charge. Uh during the bye week, I'm making a phone call to a ranch in Houston, Texas, and I'm saying, let's do a last dance here, boys, because we're all going to be fired if we can't. Let's get the old man back, not as my coordinator, though, okay? To be clear, bring him back as an offensive advisor for the last 11 games, and here's why. I need – it's not because Clint can't call plays. I need the buffer, and I need – and if Mike won't won't listen to what Clint is saying, I don't fault Clint there. I knew this would happen. I I don't think that would happen because I don't think – Gary would do that to his kid because it would be viewed as dad coming in to save the day at hundred percent. That's but the way he might have respond. to, but he might have to. I, I don't think he would do that to his son though. I mean, cause that would basically ruin his uh, image as an offense coordinator. Like, Oh, dad has to come. But he's, just, my... he's barely done. Like, like he was a tight ends coach at one point quarterback. I know. So, and, and I... plus, and plus he did it for Stefanski like that. Yeah. helps Stefanski. Well, no, I, I if, 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 you know, his name was Clint Zolgad. I don't think it'd be a problem, but because of the fact it's his dad, right. I just I I don't think Gary would have any part of that. Mm, but this is a Mike problem, and Gary can and Gary can now now if if Gary came in to call plays, you're a thousand percent right. Then it's a disaster. But yeah. if Gary comes in to 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 basically be the buffer, the guy in between, I just <laughs> I I don't know that. I mean, Mike Mike doesn't play well with youngsters. Yeah, he he just doesn't. He doesn't like kids that much. He's a guy who be. wants his <laughs> he wants his crusty drinking buddies to talk football with and to swear at and to get frustrated with. And I, I yeah. feel for Clint here. Clint's in a very Clint is in a very difficult position. What's that? Uh, what's that? Ocean's Twelve movie where Matt Damon's mom has to come bail him out. At the- <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see the Ocean's movies. It was like, oh, you did? Oh my god! No. It's the one where they 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 get back and they're 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 in Europe yeah, and they stage you know? this whole thing. Yeah. It's actually the like, I actually haven't seen 
Ocean. I've, I've seen Ocean's third... ten. I don't think I've seen Ocean's uh, uh, twelve. This is like eleven or twelve. Yeah. You got to watch it where they're in Europe and Matt Damon's <laughs> mom pretends to be like uh, someone from the U.S. government that's coming extraditing him, and it really is his mom. And he's like, "Mom, you had to come bail me out. I told you I could do this myself." That's why you're right. That's your that's your home. homework. I'm giving you a project. Both of you guys project. You you're like cousins. <laughs> <laughs> did, did you hear? Did you hear oh, that, great. that list yeah. of films? Like Kirk Cousins. He hasn't watched The Firm. Who hasn't watched The Firm? At the podium is the most boring guy. But then yeah. you got to ask one question about the thing that that uh, what it came up Sunday. I the think, movies on the yeah. field about, and it turned out Tyler Conklin hadn't seen like any movies from the nineties. And so they've got him watching like yeah. twenty five films, and he was going through the list. It was awesome. <laughs> I know it's like. All the Nicolas Cage, but then all the, like, he yep. hasn't seen the John Grisham's one. He hasn't seen, when he said he hasn't seen The Firm, I'm like, what? Who hasn't seen The Firm? Yeah, exactly. Uh, He's young. Yeah, this, yeah, I guess it's yeah, probably not in his wheelhouse. Your thoughts on on the Cousins Zimmer chest bump, chest thump thing? Like, yeah. I, I found it intriguing. I, I did not get super excited because sidelines are so weird. Yeah, I, I, uh, I just chalked it up as an awkward moment between two awkward guys that their personalities yeah. don't really match. I, I didn't try to read too much into that one. Um, the guy just made a winning kick. I'm sure there was like, there was probably five minutes of sheer panic on that sideline. Maybe not showing it, but just internally like, Oh my God, we're going to lose to the lions this way with Mike. I bet too. Yeah. And, and so I think yep. when he made that kick, it probably just came out in an awkward way. And, 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 I, I didn't, you know, I know Zimmer didn't look happy with it, but I'm not going to read. I don't think there's anything like there's a schism. You know, I don't, I wouldn't, I don't, I just don't think their personalities match. They probably don't particularly care for each other too much, but it was a heat of the moment, excite, you know, release. I, I just for like Kirk, that. for sure. I, I, for I, think sure. For, I think for Mike, it was, it was what you just said, sheer relief of, oh my God, we almost lost that. I think Kirk is so in life. So situationally unaware of things that he, he's just <laughs> yeah. like a fifth grade kid. We won the football game. We won the football yeah. game. I showed him. I showed him. Coach. Yeah. And Mike's like, oh, my God, I almost got fired. And it, like, yeah. <laughs> it, it did come off like two guys celebrating in completely different ways. And Mike. Spheres. Yeah. Universes. And yeah. Mike was probably right. And Kirk is just like, we won. We won pizza party. Yeah. You like that? No, I just want to go back and forget this ever happened yeah. exactly yeah <laughs> and by the way freshen it up kirk get a new line okay <laughs> I know. like you like that ran its course a while ago has he trade he's trademarked that i assume right? i think he tried didn't he i'm not sure he did but i think he, sh- i think he tried to do it everybody trademarked i assume he did so it's it's you know partly it's, his thing it's but it's yeah now. yeah and it's I'm not sure I'd do it after beating the Lions, but but that's what um, I said, and, it, and yeah. that's exactly what I said. Is Kirk's celebration, in my opinion, was out of line for the situation. I would have been happy, and I and I would have I would have given Mike a hug and been like, okay, thank God yeah. we pulled that out, and I would yeah. have gotten off the field and said, oh boy. And yeah. the other thing too is, I would not have carried the kicker off the field. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> although. What, Good moment for that for for that guy after you know. But he said, being... "Put me down, Greg Joseph." Oh. Said, put, he said, "Put me down." He said, "Don't oh, don't good. carry me off the field." Yeah, well. And the players were like, "We're going to carry you off the field." He's like, "You beat the Lions. <laughs> Do you understand I this?" And, and I, yeah, I think I think Zimmer probably was like, 
you're relieved that you won, but if I was coaching, I would be like, this is not going to work. Like, no. what happened? This is not uh, – we should not be happy with how this went. So I think that was probably in his mind. Um, so, yeah, but, I, you know, I know some people were – we made it probably more than – just because of the what the relationship's been, and that's natural. When you see that, Correct. you're like, "Whoa, boy!" Oh. And it did look. What, what was that all about? You know, it so looked awkward. It looked bad. Yeah, it, it looked more than awkward. It looked bad. It looked like yeah. Mike was ready to fight him. But um, so, all right. Before uh, we get to game predictions for what's going to go on in Carolina on Sunday, Chip Scoggins, I want to talk about not just my favorite beer, but your favorite beer as well. <laughs> in fact, I just happen to have one right here: oh, Surly Furious IPA. So, Chip, I I talk about this beer. Surly and Furious in particular all the time. So tell me from your past week, your Furious story. Um, I had two the other night <laughs> after a long day of work. There's nothing better when you've had a long day of work, you're finished, you're settling in to watch a little Major League Baseball playoffs, <laughs> crack open that Furious. The only problem is, Judd, we're going to end this here in a few minutes. I got to make a beer run. I got to make, I get to my store to stock up. On That's what I've been encouraging out. people to do now. <laughs> I, so I'm, I'm go out. To your local liquor store and pick up your Surly Furious. That's the only problem is it runs out. So you have to go back. So I'm, I'm making the run as soon as we get off here. It's not a problem. It feels good. It feels good. You, you put that <laughs> thing right in the backseat of your car and you say, I'm going to drink you during college football. Um, all right. Game prediction, Carolina. It's the difference between it, two and four and three and three before the bye and an incredibly tough stretch of games. Yeah, you know, it's the way Darnold's playing now and throwing picks. Um, you wonder where he's at confidence wise, where that offense is. Um I like the way Zimmer's defense is playing in terms of rushing the passer. I like the way Everson Griffin, what he's given him. Yep. I think he I think he might throw a couple picks. Yeah. Um but I just I I didn't like that game Sunday. It just, unless they reinvent themselves here quickly and and do things differently offensively, I think they go down there and lose a close game, a low scoring game. Um, I think both defenses are going to kind of have the upper hand. Mm -hmm. So I would say, you know, 23, 20 Carolina. Mm. So McCaffrey is probably expected back, correct? We we don't know yet. I, I think so. Yeah. So he was close, right? Wasn't he close? Yes, he's very close, yeah. I think. And yeah. and so the uh, Panthers started the year with three consecutive wins. They've lost their last two games, including a tough loss uh, to the Eagles last Sunday. This strikes me as the type of game, especially they're coming off a win, but it was a bad win. I, I don't care what people say. This strikes me as a Vikings game. This strikes me as a weird, like, oh, my God, they won that game. I'm going uh I am going 2117 Vikings. It's just a weird like every time I'm just like <laughs> okay, that Detroit game was such crap. They're dead now. They do something weird. Um Yeah. And and I do think that there will be I do think there will be enough freedom offensively now cuz something has to change and Mike mm-hmm. knows that this is on Mike. Uh it's going to be difficult, but I think they can put up 21 and and the question then becomes how much pressure can you apply on Darnold? And and the the key thing too is the run game, or especially the run defense, because I don't trust it. Like yeah. you still got gashed in in the first half by Detroit. That concerns me. But I'm going 21-17 Vikings. The problem is coming back from the bye, all hell could break loose. That's yeah. the problem. Like yeah. that's so tough. Yeah, and it's you're right. 
and maybe every team's this way, but the Vikings do have those where you think everything's going this way and they come back and just play lights out one week. And you're like, oh, I didn't see that coming. And you, right. And then they lay another egg, you know, two weeks later. But I, yeah, yeah I just, I, uh, I don't know. I, I need to see more offensively before I feel like they're going to be able to do that against a good defense on the That's road. Good point. Uh, last thing on off topic slightly. Your thoughts on last Saturday's slate of college football. It's a sport that you love, and it yeah. it might be one of the best ones in my lifetime. It was uh, it was an epic weekend, and I know this is an NFL Viking show, but last Saturday showed, without a sliver of doubt, yep. why college football is the greatest sport ever invented. <laughs> <laughs> and and I, I say that not as an opinion, but as a fact. As uh, <laughs> it was... Every game, I mean, just the drama, the close finishes, the shootouts. And I know, I know, people hate. There's some people who just hate the shootouts and lack of defense. And I, I think just that that day with all the different upsets and yes. back and forth and just storming the fields is why uh, I love that sport. I don't know how you can sit there and watch that all day Saturday and not come away like, oh my god, both I love this and I'm emotionally drained. That's what I was. <laughs> it was fantastic. It was absolutely great. All right, Chip, get in that car, go to your local <laughs> store, and pick up for the weekend. You're surly. In fact, you know what? Two packs. Two packs. <laughs> so you don't run out quickly. Surly Furious IPA will talk to you on Purple Access next, next week, Chipper. All right, brother. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. 